0: Thought leaders, storytellers and griots, sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So this is the time, as I mentioned, where we look between the covers of the pages and we look at what stories have been taking place but maybe didn't get the kind of conversation that they deserved. On the line with us, we've got Dr. Taddy Bletcher, and of course you'll know him well, but now he's a with us as the National Chairperson of E-Cubed to talk about a project called Teacher Connect, a whole new way of using WhatsApp. Yes, we love it to make <laughs> real things happen. Dr. Bletcher, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. Wonderful to be on your show.
0: Taddy or Dr. Bletcher, what yes. got you up this morning?
1: What got me up? I get up. Uh, I love life. I love getting up and I love making a difference to a beautiful country. And I'm always up at about uh, three, four in the morning, the latest, and I start working very early. And uh, yeah, so I think it's uh, the opportunity to enjoy every day to the fullest and make a difference.
0: Great. Well, you do make a difference. And we were talking about it off air and just saying it's extraordinary over the years, the difference that you have made in so many different sectors, specifically in the education sector. The Teacher Connect Thank platform, you. a whole new way of looking at things. How does it work and how is Health Check related
1: to it? Thanks a lot, Michelle. So, um I think we've designed, uh, you know, the startings of a very powerful set of applications that are there to support teachers in our, in our school system, uh, doing this with the Minister of Education, Angie Machecha and the Director-General, Mr. Mweli, um, who are really passionate, I think, about protecting teachers, particularly at this time of the yeah. COVID epidemic. And, you know, even though we're moving to level one now of the lockdown and so on, By by no means is there, you know, uh, I think everyone's lulled into quite a sense of false safety. Um, And there are many countries now where we're seeing a second spike in in COVID numbers. So in South Africa, we're still having, uh, say, 2,000 new cases uh, per day. Just under 16,000 people Mm. have now died. And the last thing we want is to, again, have other spikes picking up in the schools and then having to close down schools again. And, and, And so really, this is an application that runs on WhatsApp. Um, which is, you know, I I love what you said about WhatsApp. It's an incredible, incredible distribution mechanism of information to people. And so we have thought with the department, how can we use WhatsApp to really help teachers, to be really a a friend to all the teachers in the country, uh, give them daily encouragement, support, education, training, um, you know, just uh, in in every way, and, and WhatsApp is a huge tool. As you know, 38 million South Africans uh, do use it every day, um, so it's just a great way for the department to reach uh, the educators and the members of the school community.
0: So we know that. Uh One of the WhatsApp projects, of course, was the COVID app, which was also um, supported by PrayCult.org, who helped develop it for the Department of Health. And then I think they also went on to work with uh, the World Health Organization. How does it work for you? Because I sort of tried it, but I think I may have been a bit blonde and not gone the right (laughs) way. How how does it work?
1: Okay, so it's it's actually very, very simple. And... um, so you're right. TechOut uh, developed this, um, you know, application. They're an amazing uh, non-profit organisation that's really starting to work all over the world now. And I think we're very proud of them as South Africans. Uh, so the World Health Organisation picked this app um, early in the COVID epidemic. What they were doing here with the Department of Health, and now over 20 million people, uh, you know, have used this this tool to test for COVID. Yeah. Um, so it, it asks a simple set of kind of eight to ten questions that takes only about 30 seconds to do. Um, it's free for the users. It stores no personal data. Um, so teachers and members of our school community you know, across the country would use this completely for free. But it allows us to pick up Virtually instantly what's going on. So, for example, last week, um, a school in K- like So So, just say, for example, in the last week of people across the country using this uh, health check app um, for the DDE, we found one in 10 are high risk of, of COVID. That means that, uh, you know, just in these daily 30 seconds self-checks that they're doing, it's picking up that they have symptoms that really would put themselves, and then if they go into school, uh, other people are at real risk of, of, of picking up COVID. So there's just a number uh, that people should just save in their phone. Um, so either plus two seven six zero or just zero six zero zero six zero then double three double three zero six zero zero six zero double three double three and and uh, and then just w- put the word hi or check. Uh, you should try it again, Michelle. It's very, very simple. I'm doing it as we speak.
0: How about that?
1: Good. Thank you. <laughs> and, and tell us how it goes. It should be pretty simple. And then we'll ask you if you're connected to a school. If you're not, you'll say no. Um, but the department is is calling on all members of school community, So parents, uh, the teachers, the non-academic staff, the principal, learners if they've got cell phones, everybody who's got WhatsApp. To just do this test every single day, and then just very quickly we can pick up where there's risks, and then the wow. department can do something about it.
0: So, Taddy, how did you get involved in this? I mean, it kind of, it, it's really, it, it's, you've, as I said earlier, you've gone from creating school, from create.
1: you know, how did you get to this point? So Michelle, where this came from, I've been involved. I was invited in 2011 by the former Deputy President, Khalil Mutlanti, uh, to chair a national government task team around the issue of youth unemployment in South Africa, which is an area of great passion because I think we can really change that. And I think uh, so, so it, it, it ended up in this initiative we've created with the department called EQube, which is now a special unit within the DBE uh, based in Pretoria, uh, but working with uh, all the provinces and so on nationally. And the goal of E-Cubed ultimately is to see poverty and unemployment reduced by 90% by 2035. So it's a long-term initiative, uh, but it's saying what can we do in our schools every single day that we can start to support the curriculum and the way kids learn in school to not just be rote-based learning which just is going to create you know, it just so frustrates you know, young people of today and millennials and so on, and bring into learning so play based learning and game based learning so we're partnering with amazing organizations like Lego uh, and care for education around the early phases of something called the Foundation phase initiative giving Lego blocks and bricks to to learners and piloting with hundreds of thousands of kids across the country wow. but this makes so, so it allows us to teach 21st century skills um, through play and project-based learning and game-based learning that kids love and it keeps them in school. So ultimately, the goal is can we keep all kids in our school system up until the end of school without them dropping out? And then when they leave school, can they be properly equipped to either, you know, study further, get jobs, or to start their own businesses now or in the future? So that's the goal of the initiatives. And uh, it's something very exciting, um, you, you know, with with real focus from the department on this.
0: You know, Taddy, I listen to you, and I, of course, um, I think that one of the great things around um, as we move forward is that there is this opportunity to rethink what school is. And it's certainly not exactly. the school that you went to or the school that I went to. And as you say, it's this concept of play, which is so important, and play even for adults is so important, and we've forgotten that in so many intrinsic ways.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Michelle. And I think I think look, as you know, COVID is just the perfect example of it. The whole world had to function completely online and leveraging technology, and there's no there's no going back. I mean, there's only going forward, and it. High and higher speed and so what 's happening is that more and more and more jobs are being automated and so kind of rote learning that kind of trains people to be robots or machines is is is, is really never going to prepare the youth of today uh, for, for modern day jobs and to be successful in a modern economy and, and and so if we if we want to prepare young South Africans to be able to feed their families in the future and be successful and to fulfill their dreams. We've got to start teaching them in a way that allows them to learn to be creative, to take risks, to uh, solve problems, to use data, to leverage technology, etc., to work with other people. So these are all these kind of, you know, fourth industrial revolution skills. That they're not rocket science, but they're at the core of what great education should be. And so this is what We're working with the department really hand in hand is, is to really move our school system. It's not going to happen overnight because there's still such an obsession with just the trick result and you know, do we get 80 or 90% the trick pass and things like that. But the trick pass is only one small indicator of what our youth are, are going to become. And we know we've got millions of unemployed youth across the country. All of these youth have been through the school system. And ultimately, we have to, we have to modernize and update the school system to prepare these youth uh, you, you know, to be able mm. to cope. And that, that comes to loving education, loving life and, and, and teaching in a way uh, that the kids realize they do have a value and a contribution to make and find the areas of talent and passion and, and, and really start to grow that.
0: Taddy, I love talking to you because you inspire me and I feel like I'm nodding my head every few seconds and I'm just going, yes, yes. So I want to say (laughs) thanks very much, Dr. Taddy Bletcher. Taddy, what is the worst thing about Lego?
1: What is the worst thing about Lego? I think just how addictive it is for children that you can't even get your kids to come and eat uh, lunch or dinner. I've got two little kids and, wow, they love their Lego. But Lego is the most amazing tool uh, for, for, for teaching kids how to build, how to think in a logical way, how to be creative, and so on.
0: Okay, you got it wrong. The answer Not is stepping on one in the dark. <laughs> Admit it. The worst thing of all. Dr. Taddy Bletcher, E-Cubed National Chairperson and uh, working with the Teacher Connect platform and Health Check. A lot of teachers are going back to school and uh, we are wanting to keep them safe because by keeping them safe, we keep our children safe. And by keeping our children safe, we certainly move forward into the future. And as uh, Dr. Bletcher said, there's no going back, only going forward and at greater and greater speed.